Hello, motherfunkers. Hello, you muddy funsters. Oh, Shirley, what a week it's been. It's been a week. It's been a week, but you know, woes to one side. Did you know that yesterday? <coughs> beg Wait. your pardon. Beg your pardon. Sorry. Everyone's getting ill. Everyone's getting ill. It's the change in the climb. It's, it's the change yeah, in the climb. Change in the season always happens. Both our children have very dry faces. Very um, runny noses. Did you know that yesterday was World Gratitude Day? It's a natural thing. Is it? Yeah. World Gratitude Day, which leads me on to ask you, mm. what are you grateful for? I'm grateful for a roof over my head. I'm grateful for my children. I'm grateful for little. You? When you think about it, you just have to. Is it, It's just a, another example of like sort of putting every everyone before yourself. But it is. It's always the kids. The kids are all right. I mean, they could be better, but they're all right. They're and, all and, right. They're and, fine. They're better than all right. The kids have a lovely time. It's not about us anymore. It's about the kids. That's why we're so resentful. That's why we've got this podcast going in the first place. Shirley and I have got the good bloody period gig this evening, which actually is quite exciting, isn't it? We are excited. It's at Conway Hall, um, but Shirley loves advertising our gigs, gigs retrospectively. That's what I like about her. It just shows she that we never look, no. misses an opportunity. It's because it, at least it looks like we're looking lively. That's the thing, and we've mentioned this before. And it's just good to show that we, you know, we do sometimes get out the house past six pm, and it's important for people to know that. Yeah, we'll be we'll be out until about ten thirty this evening. Okay. We're excited. Very excited. Now, how are you getting on with your sleep training, Shirley? My daughter, eleven months. Um, you went give, in... you add on a month every day. Yesterday she was ten, and now she's eleven. No, she's, day before she was she's, nine. She's eleven months. Okay, sure. And yours is three months older. You just wish away her month, um, but sure. She went in with a willing partner for a week, so I didn't have her in the night. Bear in mind that she's just on my deflated boobs all through the night. So she went in for a week, and it doesn't seem to have made a jot of difference. She still wakes as often, which is sort of every half hour, every hour, every 90 minutes. You know, there's never longer than 90 minutes. So now we're looking, we're going hardcore now. Yeah, we're going Nordic Nanny. We're going Nordic Nanny. She's going to come in for three nights. We're going to pay her an absolute fortune. Oh, yeah. She better buckle up, that willing, willing partner. You better give her a nap. You told her what it's going to be. Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, she's going, to cough, she's going to cough up. Yeah, she says it has to, up. because when I go off to Palestine next month, yeah. what on earth is going to happen? Yeah. No, it's good. I'm glad things are in place and everyone knows the rising costs of everything, including sleep training, which no one actually accounts for before you have a baby. But it's a huge cost, isn't it? massive and the toddlers started playing up because i think he's really aware of the dark now so he tells me he says mummy i'm really scared of the dark at night the monsters come you know when you start seeing shapes and things start moving i remember very clearly as a child seeing snakes in my parents bed or was that something else um so it stays with you and he's really terrified so he just calls for us in the night and the other one's already up and it's just to ignore a nightmare him. you've just got to ignore him when my one calls me in the middle of the night i just no no that's it no no thanks that's it. Otherwise, Travenian. Yeah, but Travenian. That's it. Otherwise, you know. Last call of the bar. Thank you very much. <laughs> Shirley, why don't you tell our listeners, our four listeners, about the fact that you were stopped in the week regarding a gig that we've recently, no, not recently done, a gig that we've previously done at a school. Go for that it. That was brilliantly put, <laughs> and I think I know what you're referring to. 
I was stopped by a lady, a, a lady who'd just given birth. Uh, she'd just had a C-section out of bed three weeks on. I told her to get straight back into bed. And she says, I know you from somewhere. And I said, no, I've just got one of those faces. But she wouldn't let it go, would she? And then the penny dropped. She said, are you in a double act? I said, yes, I am. She goes, did you once perform in a school? And then the penny dropped for me. And I go, yes, I did. She goes, you were kicked out of the school. I said, yes, we were. And she said, I never went to that gig, but I heard about it. In fact, I keep hearing about it. Good. It's actually, to be honest with you, at least we are, at least people are still talking about us. That's yeah. the important thing. <laughs> it's a school, just to clarify, it's a school in Blackheath where we actually went to school. It wasn't the same school, it's not far. But um, the point is, is that, you know, it's really a shitty on your own doorstep, which is really unfortunate. We did inappropriate sketches that included drug taking, simulating um, anal, um, plus, plus, plus in front of an audience of five-year-olds. It was. Okay, sure. But the point is, I didn't read the small print. I thought it was for teachers and parents. I didn't realise that it was for pupils, teachers and parents. So, yeah, we, needless to say, Shelley and I were frog-marched off the premises and then we stood outside in the pissing rain while the caretaker had to get our belongings and chuck them out to us i mean the whole thing was so undignified we stood there in the rain like a couple of prostitutes but i'm glad that people are still talking about it because it must have been at least a decade ago yeah yeah and actually i think i've aged so much since then people won't recognize me anymore i'm glad people are still recognizing you that's the main thing so gout has made a comeback sure Gout, the Victorian disease, returns as NHSC's sudden surge um, over a quarter. I know I'm, I'm so foreign. Um, over a quarter, uh, over well, a quarter of a million people admitted in with gout in just twenty one, twenty two. Do you think that's to do with poor diet? It is. They say it's still a disease of overindulgence, and so you know you can prevent gout by cutting um, back your weight, getting to a healthy weight, eating a balanced diet, yeah. and having. Listen, this is for you, shells. Alcohol free, free days. Okay, sure, sure. I do. I do. one in. I listen. Tuesdays through to Fridays are clean for me. Tuesday through to Friday. Yeah, inclusive. Inclusive. Okay. But um, I mean, not all the time. It hasn't been since I've been away. But on the whole, yeah, that is sad. And I think seeing as this, you know, what with the rising cost of inflation, it's going to be even worse because people can only afford to be really, you know, processed meat and food. drink through it. Yeah, it's the only way. I mean, look at me during lockdown. I had to get up the duff to sort of, you know, curb the booze. Anyway, that is indeed. Another show. What does it mean to you if I say hashtag QGate? I would... uh, The cues that happened last week. Are you going to mention Philip Schofield? Philip Schofield and Holly Willoughby. It's everywhere. I mean, there's a petition. Okay, just for those of you who don't know, they were in the queue, but they were in the sort of um, uh, the press press queue, which actually allows people to go to the front to report on the event. So they weren't sort of ordinary punters. Everyone has gone absolutely mad and livid. How dare they walk past? How dare they overtake? How dare they jump? So much so that there's a change.org petition going off that has got nearly 50,000 signatures to get them off this morning. Um, actually, this morning, Holly Willoughby looked like she had been crying all night. Apparently, the tension backstage on set, you could cut a knife with. They are absolutely distressed and distraught. Um, London Dungeon weighed in today and they've got a Holly and Phil queue jump pass, you know, for, for people too good for queuing and it's available for one day only and you can get queue jumping rights for exactly the same price ticket 
um, as a standard tickets. You know, if you if you don't want to mix with the plebs, they say just go straight to the front. So actually, they're being it's a witch hunt, and it's 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 trolling and at its most vicious. And I actually feel really sorry for them because they're just doing their job. They're not seeing the funny side at all. I don't feel sorry for them at all. And I actually really enjoyed Kai Humphrey's tweet, which was Philip Schofield getting away with cheating on his wife with an 18 year old boy, then getting done for queue jumping is peak Britain. <laughs> so your son hasn't stopped swearing in front of my son. Is that right? Well, why didn't you tell people how you're punishing him or what you're warning him with? Okay, so Shirley, you know, Shirley always comes to me about complaints about my son's behaviour. So she said the other day, I actually took her son and took him to a party. and On he, the day of the Queen's funeral. On the FYI. day of the, que- the Queen's funeral, I took him to a party. He had the time of his life. He did. And I, I gave him back that night. Apparently, he started saying, uh, he said, mother, father. Mother, father. Mother, father. And um, uh, Shirley's um, non-willing, got very upset by this, uh, you know. And I had to then go back to my son and say, listen, did you teach um, Auntie P's son bad words? And he said, yes, I did. He's always very honest. And, Which is uh, good. It's a good yeah, quality. He, he, yeah, he does say. And he never snitches, no, ever. No. You can never get him to turn no. on anyone. Snitches, get stitches. He says, I don't know, I didn't see, I don't know. And I said, well, I know because I saw. But and it's snitches, get stitches. But also you do want them to sort of open up to you a bit, don't you, next mm. thing you know. And he said, I said, mother, father. And I said, mother, father. Okay, and what do you think mother, father means? And, and he said, it means when poo shoots out of your stomach and then he starts laughing. And I go, okay, do you think that's very nice? He goes, yes, I do. And then he laughed some more. And then I thought, you know, I said, well, it's not. It's not funny and they're very upset. And if we continue to say naughty words in front of Auntie P's son then we won't be able to play with him anymore. And he thought about that, and that didn't bother him too much. So I went one step further and I said, OK, if that doesn't bother you too much, do you know that if you say these words, mother, father, outside of the house, and teachers here or the police here, they're going to think your mummies don't know how to look after you. They're going to take you away and put you with another family and you'll never see us again. I haven't heard mother, father since. No, there we are. Perfect. That's what you've got to do. Scaremonger. It's the only way forward. It's the only way forward. I don't know why, but I keep getting emails from like sex toy companies. Hmm. You know, like Coco de Mer and these ones. But nice ones. Oh, then, uh, yeah. Well, you well I, haven't, I, haven't been looking. I haven't been looking. It's not like I've been looking at porn sites and suddenly, oh my gosh, suddenly someone's offering me a rabbit or a ring or a Sonic. I don't know these things. I mean, when I'm not familiar. Back in our day, Shelley and I, you know, when we used to. Have silver Bullet. <laughs> yeah. It was the Silver Bullet, wasn't it? Remember? Yeah, yeah. It looked like a sort of, I don't know, it looked like a silver bullet. It used to vibrate and it cost quite a lot of money. Shelley had them all. She had them in her sort of, you know, her precious tin along with the 50 pound notes and her pound yeah. coins. <laughs> I did have you, loads. I bought one in America yeah. for a laugh with the yeah. girls. Yeah, exactly. And you kept it for a while. I never used it, sadly. It came out. I, I once saw your ex-boyfriend. Oh my gosh. Um, <laughs> playing with it. But I'm just saying, you bought one, they were fun. But I'm just saying what's weird is these days, who has time for sex toys? Who has time for toys, let alone sex toys? Can you imagine? And then, yeah, why are they emailing me? Maybe your husband. Oh, yeah, maybe he's been looking. Maybe he's been looking. Sure, I mean, if he's got time. Trying to revive. Yeah, maybe trying to vivant. Vivant. Vive la France. Vive la France. (laughs) Shirley, do you want to give me your winner winner? I would have to say it's doing a gig tonight. You know what, Shirley? It's the same for me. 
Yeah, we've got a tight 10, baggy 15. Let's just see how it goes. It'll be good to test it out. I think there should be a good crowd there. There's some good people on. Good we've people got on. Susie Ruffle, yeah. we've got Jen Brister hosting. Michelle de Schwartz, I really hope I've um, pronounced her surname correctly. She's big noise, she's very funky, she's a fox. She starred in Baby, which I thought was very, very different. Funny and dark, really dark. So I'm really excited to be yeah. on with her. And, and um, Sindhu V. Sindhu V. Jen Brister. Uh, yeah. Who indeed invited us on. And, and, and yeah, so listen, it'd be good to... I, I'm interested to see how it goes, how we go down. We don't always go down well. We don't, but I think, you know, a um, sort of brogue full of ladies would definitely be all right. So that's our winner winner, both the same. Dead duck for you. Do you remember that ad that I went up for with my yes. son? Yes. Then you said, oh my God, he behaved so badly, there's no way he got it. And I said, it's in the bag. Is it or is it no, not no, in the bag? No, no, it's not that he behaved badly, he just didn't say anything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I told I'm you still on pencil yeah. and they're asking for more details. Now listen, okay, the, reason it's that... my dead, the reason it's my dead duck okay. is because I hadn't realised but the dates clash with a trip to the farmhouse that we had in the diary from and ages. And mean go- that means definitely cento per cento you're going to get it. So don't think I just, I instead of telling my agent, I just went ahead and rang Soho House and booked my massages. I booked my dinners and I am going to the farmhouse. I, the family need a holiday. We, what we don't need is to be on a film set all day. So you're not going to do it? I don't think I am. But, but the I raising I, cost of inflation. But then what about the money I lose at oh, the farmhouse? go to somewhere else on another time. No, I really will lose the money. Expect- you get adverts once or twice a year if you're lucky. Right? I don't even get them that okay, often. Okay, I'm just saying, you're not going to do an advert because you're going to go and tan your baggy fanny <laughs> in the Soho farmhouse. <laughs> tan? The idea that I'll be tanning my baggy fanny in October. I mean, please. Getting it massaged, perhaps. So have you told them to take you off the pencil? No, oh. because I'm winging it. I'm hoping. Oh, by I'm booking yourself, I no, by booking yourself massages <laughs> and booking yourself hot dinners, zone. hot zone. That means they're just gonna go. Should we just go for that? Um, the girl with the sort of straw hair <laughs> and her silent son. Yeah, let's go for her. No, she's got quite a funky look. She's actually very. Yeah, no, she's quite self at the moment. Uh, yeah, what's her name? Let's get her in. That's what's gonna happen. I'm so excited for you. Do you reckon I could take over? Do you reckon I could be your underside? No, I look nothing like you. Well, listen, best case scenario I can hope for. Well, best case scenario is I don't get it. Second best case scenario is I'm the COVID backup. Yeah, but you really do have to sit. You can't just sit in the farmhouse. You really do have to sit in your house. Like you did last time you were a COVID backup. You went to a farm in Bookwell. No, but you've got to wait until midday. You have to stay for the first bit. Because once they're up, they're up. But the morning you've got to stay. When they were down, they were down. Okay, this is ridiculous. (laughs) This is absolutely What's, your, what's I, your dead duck? Is that really your dead duck? Yes. You've got an advert. The, I haven't got it. That I what might the, what get details it. are they asking you for? They're asking what borough I'm in, which is really weird. Apparently, for I don't know. My agent can really understand. Okay. I really hope that he doesn't listen to this. I'm going to give him a call look. after this. I'm going to send him a little text and say, just to let you know, she's on a heavy pencil. She wants to be on a light flow. <laughs> oh, just very quickly, on the subject of schools, which... Doesn't really come into my dead duck. I went to a school yesterday with my three-year-old and it's one round the corner from the house and actually it was phenomenal. They had great indoor-outdoor space. The head was quite hot. Sure, sure. Which I thought was great, you know. He was um, really charming, really engaging. There were only six of us and he took us for a whole tour. And my son was on really good form and I thought, actually, this is a really good backup. Mm -hmm. Really good second choice. Because, yeah. So I'm really pleased that that is around the corner. But the whole thing about schools and nurseries, for me, is a headache from left to right. But well, you've been obsessed with them since day dot. Since well, day you just, dot. It's not that I'm organised, as you know, or that it's just that you have to sort of be on it and in it. Otherwise, you, you know, you snooze, you snooze, you snooze. That's the problem. But anyway, I'm glad that I found a very good backup. We will be signing off. Guys.
you probably would have heard all of the reviews um, by the time this came out. I think you would have absolutely smashed it on the good buddy period. <laughs> if not, we would have absolutely bombed. But one thing or another, we would definitely have made an impact. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much, guys. Tune in to tune out. If you're wondering why we're sounding so sort of connected, it's because we're in the same room. We are. We are. We're in my um, laundry room. In the laundry room. Um, all right, ta guys. ta for now. ta for now. You've been listening to Motherfunk with Shirley and Shirley, otherwise known as Joanna Carolan and Pascal Wilson, produced by Mabel Productions. Tune in and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.